we will get through it and we will be stronger for it. If they want to give me or anyone a hundred convictions, let them. These convictions mean nothing. Let them keep coming in, trying to break down our door. I had the police at my house last night attempting to intimidate me because I've been exposing this PSYOP. Now, obviously, we didn't let them in, but th this is the new Ireland now. Hey, friends, thanks so much for tuning in. That was truth journalist Gemma O'Doherty, and she has paid a heavy price over the years for being the truth teller she is. Well, she's going to break down the false flag operations happening in Ireland right now as the New World Order seeks to destroy that nation just as they seek to destroy us. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe, interest rates spiked and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance, and right now, you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews, gold insulates. Secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now. noblegoldinvestments.com. It's the gold company I trust. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report here. Guys, you know the powers that ought not be, the global powers, the criminal cartel that wants to enslave humanity. Well, they're busy destroying the United States, but the real example of what they're doing to nation states right now is what's happening in Ireland. Did you hear about the immigrant stabbing spree? Well, was it a false flag to incite violence and implement hate speech laws? Because that seems to be exactly what's happening. I've got reporter and journalist, real journalist Gemma O'Doherty back on the line. The Irish Light is her website, irishlightpaper.com. Gemma, welcome back. How are you? Hi, Sean. Great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. I want to start with a screen share, then we're going to play a clip to set the stage. So on the back of this immigrant stabbing spree, there was a lot of violence in Ireland. I think you think it might have been a false flag. The whole thing just meant to lock down society and to eliminate free speech altogether. Because you know you live in a conquered nation, Gemma, when somebody spray paints Irish lives matter graffiti on a wall, and then it gets investigated as a hate incident. Evidently, Y'all are welcome to have your free speech. You just can't defend your own rights as citizens of Ireland. Anyone who's spraying graffiti with Irish Lives Matter should be, in my opinion, just... It was more than likely the police. Our decent Irish people do not go around doing that sort of thing, spraying graffiti, um, destroying public spaces for other people. This is the biggest psyop that has ever, I think, um, well, certainly in Ireland... It, it's it's so appalling and abysmal at this stage. It's the worst psyop in living history in terms of how badly it has failed. And we're really into clown world now, Sean. I mean, it's 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 reached. It's so it's just hilarious how we have exposed this psyop, and they don't know what to do now. 
But it's also, yes, it's it's been horrific living in this country for the last few years. We had the hardest lockdown. We are the 51st state of the United States. We are the only English-speaking country in the EU. We are the only English-speaking country that uses the euro. They have us completely and totally under control. And they hate us particularly because we have been the nation that held on to traditional Catholic values more than any other nation in the West. And that is why they've really destroyed us and destroyed so many of our people and turned them into completely dumbed down um, people who are just automatons, who line up for boosters. The Irish people are getting what they deserve. Their behavior in the last few years, it would bring so much shame onto their ancestors who were very upright, moral people and who didn't resort to violence. And certainly it is the case, Sean, that decent Irish people in Ireland have not resorted to violence in the last week. This began a week ago today, this particular PSYOP. And um, within hours, Antifa and our highly corrupt police force on Garda Siakona were out smashing windows down our main street in Dublin, the main thoroughfare, uh, smashing windows, looting, uh, setting police cars on fire, which were obviously being used as props because they were conveniently placed uh, burning boxes beside these cars. The police cars doors were open and they were people, these masked up Antifa types just put the burning cardboard boxes into the cars. And obviously, I'd say there was also explosives in there, too. And this is not the Irish people. This is definitely crisis actors flown in, maybe brought down from Belfast, where they've been able to, through Sinn Féin and these hardcore IRA, MI5 groupings, they've been able to mobilize an awful lot of thugs through the years. And I think what they say to them is you won't get your next supply of heroin, cocaine, unless you go down to Dublin and smash up a few windows and pretend that you're far right. These people couldn't spell the words far right. They're working for the state. They're working for the police. And the likes of Conor McGregor, etc., are also on board with this. I mean, I was in Dublin the following morning. And it was as if nothing had happened. And I, it was clear to me that this was a staged event. If it was organic grassroots rioting, it would have continued the next day and it would still be continuing. But it was finished up as if they had been told, go in, do your job and go. And that's exactly what happened. And these people don't represent us. But of course, phase three of the PSYOP, we had the problem with the very dubious, bloodless stabbing massacre. A massacre in which three children allegedly were stabbed, or four, it sort of changes, but we say three, and a carer, or their teacher, or somebody who was minding them. But there isn't a drop of blood anywhere. Not a drop of blood, not even on the assailant. And we still haven't been given the identity of the assailant or the children, which in Ireland is 
impossible because we're a tiny population. We have been completely overwhelmed by unlawful immigration in the last decade. But those people, and there may be even two million of them here at this stage, they stick to themselves. We don't, there's no mixing because the Irish stick together and five million, there's about five million of us. So it's a tiny tiny population we all know each other so it's very hard to get away with a psyop like this and i know having worked in journalism for many years that by now the victims names would have been released you can't hide something like this so the problem aspect of the problem reaction solution didn't go well for them they rolled out some crisis actors who were farcical. Their stories did not make any sense. They wanted us to believe that the weapon, the potential murder weapon was thrown across a busy street by one of the, the amazing heroes, many of whom just happened to be immigrants and now are halfway on the way to becoming millionaires because of all these fundraisers that have been set up for them. We had the reaction in the staged riots that night in which Dublin was set on fire. And it went around the world and anyone who's decent and Irish was absolutely mortified and embarrassed by this. And then within hours the next day, we had the launch of the most extreme um, breaches on our privacy, our freedom, water cannons to be used at uh, the next time. 10 Irish people gather on a public street. Um, if you even so much as have an Irish flag or an Irish constitution in your home, they can burst into your home now and arrest you for hate speech. It's, yes, the most extreme, but it's everything is extreme with Ireland because we are the nation that has fallen the furthest. Yeah, well, let me just share something with the audience here so folks understand. You know, the big picture here is that Ireland is being victimized by the New World Order. And we're going to get into potentially some of the false flag evidence here in just a second. And uh, I just want people to understand the New World Order conquering Ireland is a little bit like conquering Wisconsin. It's about the same population, about five million people, but Ireland is about half the size. And my question for you before I play this next clip is what are the Irish people supposed to do? You all are being invaded. Your country's being destroyed from within. So protests should be expected. But of course, in this case, violent protests with agitators, that will only lead to lockdowns and the tyrants in control of your government being more and more tyrannical. For instance, Irish government moves to crack down on free speech after anti-immigration riot. We are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. Anytime anybody tells you they're restricting your freedoms for the common good, you need to go and round that person up and put them before a tribunal. Uh, in this case, it's Irish Senator Pauline O'Reilly. Do you want to hear this? Do you want to hear what this witch has to say about your speech in your country, Gemma? Go on for the laugh. Here it comes. When you think about all law, all legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing is we are restricting freedom but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, then I believe that it is our job as legislators 
to restrict those freedoms for the common good. Okay, so just a couple of things to say there. I'm coming back to you. This witch, this tyrant thinks it's her job to restrict your freedom, your ability to speak freely regarding immigrants coming into the country or trans people. You can't say anything that'll hurt anybody's feelings. If you cause them discomfort, Gemma, this witch thinks you should go to jail. That witch belongs in a mental asylum, okay? And anyone who takes the likes of that witch seriously maybe also belongs in a mental asylum. I don't even watch these buffoons anymore, Sean, because this is all about an attempt by these absolute crazy people that have their puppets. Our elections, you can imagine how easy it is to rig an election with five million people. They rig your elections every single opportunity. They've rigged elections here. They've rigged abortion referendums. We were the the only country in Europe that had no abortion. We had a special clause in our constitution to say that the life of the unborn is equal to the life of the mother and must be protected with the same equality. And uh, they did. They rigged an election to bring abortion in, to bring divorce in, to bring gay marriage in, all of the things that are anathema to our constitution because we have a Catholic constitution and we cannot allow family breakup unless in extreme circumstance. But once you start to break up the family, you break up the nation. And that is what has happened here. And the children of Ireland are lost souls because they're not being protected anymore. There's no moral order in the country. But I say to people, don't waste your energy on these people. Don't get angry at them. Ignore them. Our ancestors brought down the crown to a degree not through violence. Our country is marked by bloody Freemasonic revolutions. Every single attempt by the Irish to regain their freedom failed. And it resulted in the, bl the blood of many, many young men. We have learned the lesson that violence achieves nothing. And I include in that getting onto the streets and causing mayhem. mayhem. Any protest, even a vigil, will be infiltrated at the top. This is the mechanism of the Freemasons. We learned how they did it in France, and that was the starting point, the, the uh, French Revolution, and they've done it every single time since. All of our revolutions in Ireland to achieve independence failed. So, uh, and they see this now. This is a new uprising in Ireland. This is something we should be proud of and patriotic, no. How we achieved freedom was by turning our backs on the state and saying, no, we disobey you. We will resist civilly, peacefully and go about our business. If you want to come and burst down our doors, try it. But we will never be violent against you except in self-defense. But the lesson we learned, Sean, is that we thought we had got rid of the crown but we, ha we hadn't because what they did in recent years is that there's no way the Irish could take on the might, the military might of the crown a hundred years ago and then suddenly we'd be liberated. We're all learning. Your nation is learning. Canada is learning. Ireland is learning that the crown forces never left. And what they did in this country, yes, we had a few decades of Catholicism where we were left alone. We were allowed to be in a safe 
Irish country for several decades. I grew up in it. It was the safest country in the world. It was the friendliest country in the world. It was the most beautiful, um, aesthetically pleasing country in the world. Now it's full of Soviet blocks for migrants. And um, but they were chipping away, chipping away. The beginning of the end was our joining without. Again, we said no to Europe, but they rigged that referendum as well. So once they put us into Europe, the EU, we were finished. So in recent years, they brought down an MI5 operative from Northern Ireland, which is still part of the United Kingdom. He was a very senior police officer in MI5, had a horrific record in Northern Ireland, and they put him in charge of our police force down here on Garda Síochána, which means guardians of the peace. Now, so he has been staging these riots. He is, I believe he has strong connections to Freemasonry. And I just want your, your listeners to think, we spent 800 years fighting for our independence. 800 years saying, we are Irish, we do not want to be run by any foreign power. So we will continue to resist until Ireland belongs to the Irish people. We never colonized any nation. We've always been neutral, anti-war. This comes from our long Catholic struggle. And this is the, really the one thing they hate about us because as Catholics, we are against all forms of violence. That's why we stayed out of every single war. And uh, we, we tried to have a peaceful solution. But as I say, the Freemasons created these uprisings and revolutions. So just to think of the idea of somebody coming down from the crown forces in the at the start of the 21st century to lead our police force. Just think of how horrific that is. Oh, I can relate. I can relate. Look, I empathize with you. Let me just show you something real quickly. This is sort of a rinse and repeat strategy by the New World Order. No stranger to tragedy, the Maui police chief, John Pelletier, led the response to the 2017 false flag Vegas shooting massacre. And now he's in Maui and he's covering up what happened with the directed energy weapon, which is what I believe they used to destroy Maui and to displace people. So it's a rinse and repeat strategy. And by the way, I also empathize with you. The world is waking up, at least those of us who can think, to the fact that people like Justin Castro Trudeau when he was sworn in as prime minister, he swore his oath of fealty to the queen and her privy council. So yes, you're right. The crown, the royals still maintain their hegemony over much of this planet. As Ireland mulls plan to kill 200,000 cows to fight climate change, while Ireland's government promotes a hate speech bill, a crime to possess what they deem hateful content or to disseminate flyers that the government doesn't agree with, it's absolute insanity, friends. And it, it is insanity. But like Sean, you know, I want to say to people, they want you to live in fear. They want you to be angry. I have now got four or five convictions. I can't even remember. I've at least four convictions as a result of saying no to the vaccine genocide. It hasn't had any bearing on my life. I laugh at it. Initially, when I was, you know, arrested and thrown into the back of a squad car, only after only decades of serving my country as an investigative journalist, I said to myself, this is unbelievable. This is, it was traumatizing. But now I understand we, this is what we have to go through. 
and we will get through it and we will be stronger for it. If they want to give me or anyone a hundred convictions, let them. These convictions mean nothing. Let them keep coming in, trying to break down our door. I had the police at my house last night attempting to intimidate me because I've been exposing this psyop. Now, obviously, we didn't let them in. But th this is the new Ireland now. And we just have to say to them, we will laugh at you. You are ridiculous. You can bring out all of the weaponry against us that you want, but we will speak. We will not stop speaking. But going onto the streets is asking for trouble. It has never in history achieved anything except bloody revolution. And no country knows better than yours about war and all of the failed wars, all of the young men, the young, brave American men that went off to fight in pointless wars. For what? So violence achieves nothing. Free speech is how we bring back our freedom and we will continue to speak. They can't jail all of us. They can't jail all of us, but boy, they're sure doing a good job destroying our countries from within with the open borders. So if they can't destroy all of us, they want to dissolve our culture. They want to dissolve our sovereignty and our borders. And they're doing a heck of a good job at that. And by the way, this climate change propaganda that you feature at the Irish Light here, no climate crisis. I, I, you got to love the weather map propaganda. I'll, I'll just show you guys <laughs> a great example because Snope says, no, weather maps aren't scaremongering about climate change. But you guys will notice, I'm sure you've noticed that the weather reports now all over the world instead of being green and lush and showing you the temperature, it's always red and orange and hot with the goal being to scare the heck out of you that everything is climate change. Even though a couple of years ago, they would show the same exact weather temperatures and the country would be depicted as green and lush. So with that said, I just wanna ask you about the false flag nature of what happened with these quote unquote stabbings, this immigrant stabbing spree. You sent me some pictures. Can you tell us what we're looking at and why you think that this whole thing was hoaxed or at least allowed to happen or propagated by the mainstream media, or at least the official story isn't entirely accurate? Yes, well, I suppose we, we know, as I said, about the, the riots are fake clearly, um, and the, the legislation that followed will be ignored by all of us uh, who are, you know, strong and put God, put God before state. Um, but the stabbing is still uh, in question, and I have spent the last few nights exposing my issues with it. And so this was last Thursday, lunchtime, at a school um, in the north inner city of Dublin. You can see the Georgian buildings there um, from our um, colonizers, who the English who built those. Mm -hmm. And um, so there is a school just two doors down from that that apparently this stabbing happened for they said three children and one of the children is allegedly behind those nine people but we still haven't seen any evidence of uh, any evidence that we can believe that there is a child behind those nine people now some of the things are uh, you know all of them are in summer uniforms all of the ambulance men are in summer uniforms, oh. which I let, let me tell you, we're not getting much climate change here at the moment. It's freezing. It's very cold. So that, that's just one of the aspects. Now, this is the assailant. OK, now, for some reason, th this guy immediately was described as Algerian. Now, we don't know how they knew that. 
we are told that he was hanging around the school for uh, several hours beforehand. But somehow, for some reason, nobody did anything about it. Nobody thought to call the police. He was hanging around the front of the school and the back of the school. Allegedly, we haven't seen any CCTV of that or anything, but uh, for several hours, at least three, and nothing was done. Now, the only evidence of any injury on this man, who apparently is still in hospital, is some sort of red lipstick on his lips. Is it blood? We don't know. But uh, it looks more like lipstick. But there's no other sign. Now, he has just stabbed four people, but there's no blood on him anywhere else except on his mouth. Um, some of the key witnesses, when they come back, and these key witnesses are the worst witnesses ever produced in any PSYOP, because every time they open their mouths, <clears throat> they give a different story. And they place him at a different plate. They said they see, they saw him here. They saw him there. He's what happened was that an amazing immigrant from Brazil was on his motorbike delivering horrible fast food. And he jumped off his bike and he took his helmet off and he started hitting the man with his helmet. And then the, the knife was thrown across a really busy road onto a green, even though there was loads of people, there was nobody to hand the knife to say, could you keep that knife now there? Because we don't want somebody else getting stabbed and we might need it for a future trial. But no, the knife was thrown across a busy road and could have actually killed somebody on the other side of the road. Um, so many problems with the actual perpetrator, but immediately they had migrant. So this was the trigger for the riots, you know, all these terrible migrants. Um, then we, yeah, so that yeah. picture that you showed of the, the two these, people in the window. These two figures in the window, this is very, very interesting. So stick with us, guys. I want to ask you one thing, though, before we go ahead in the pictures. Why the circles well, on this photograph? Friends, pardon the brief interruption, just a quick word about our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe, interest rates spiked and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance and right now you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews gold insulates secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now noblegoldinvestments.com it's the gold company i trust why the circles well, on this photograph i was approached by several people who are experts in photography and some of them in foren forensic photography they contacted me they see that they could see i was pulling this to pieces 
as an amateur, as an investigative journalist, but I, I'm not an experienced forensic photographer, but they said that the junctures, they call them, um, do not add up in those circles. So the elbow of the ambulance man there against the woman in the red jacket, if you zoom in closely, there's a problem with it. Now, it may be just, you know, something that doesn't sit right with the human eye, but it certainly doesn't sit right with the human eye. It looks superimposed if you zoom in. Um, and also the, the, the lady's hair. Now, we want to talk about her because she's the woman in front with the blonde ponytail and she's the image of our puppet justice minister, our puppet justice minister, who is a child and cannot possibly be taken seriously by anyone. Dresses. She has a long ponytail like that. And some people are saying, oh, that's Helen McEntee, but uh, that's her name. But we believe that this woman may have been put in to give an impression of blood with the tie dye because there is no blood anywhere in the scene. And I have to keep saying that if they can produce some proper blood, maybe we can believe their story. But she's just walking nonchalantly through there and she's not even looking at a, a stabbed child for some reason. Um, the, the school bag, which again, people who are much more expert in these matters, is also a problem for emergency service people who have contacted me and they have said, there is no way that we would just leave a school bag like that. The first thing you do is you clear the scene of any debris. And there were plenty of people around, such as the man standing at the blue door who could have moved the school bag away. Some people have said to me that they believe that that school bag was put in to give an impression of a child. Of, OK, well, no, we yes. get it. Well, I want to jump forward to uh, this image, these people in the window. This is very, very interesting. Look at the hands here with this gentleman. And then this, I mean, am I nuts? That looks like a witch. I mean, that looks like literal central casting. That looks like a witch, a woman wearing a witch's outfit to me. But let's talk about this photograph. Well, yes. I mean, they were in the window. I've said, can we please interview them? Because they're obviously not me. I don't want to interview any of them because I think that it's all staged. But the mainstream media. What, these are two star witnesses. They had a bird's eye view. So can we please see them and, and, and let them give an interview? Who are they? That uh, symbol that he's making with his hands, I'm told, is a uh, number 17 hand symbol in Freemas Freemasonry. And it's to do with the union of man and woman. I did some sort of sordid thing, but it's not, uh, you know, is he praying? Some people say, oh, well, he may be praying. Well, why haven't they been spoken to? Why haven't we heard their story about what they saw? I don't think he's praying. Um, but again, it's just another creepy aspect of it. And also, Sean, if you look, the woman with the red jacket and we have the fire brigade as well. You might go back to the other picture there that you were showing, the bigger, the the, the wider scan. That's the, yeah, just the, the one you showed originally, that one, but without the... Um, that's the one. Now, you can see that there's, if you count, you will count nine people with the child. But the adult who was stabbed, so there was one adult who was apparently a carer and three children. She only has a member of the fire brigade and a woman. I don't know, is that woman a nurse? I don't think so. 
So, but she's apparently been viciously stabbed, but there's, there's nobody, no medic helping her as far as we know. Um, but they're all blocking the child. And, and really, in another video, we can see two legs of a child. Um, but again, it's just not credible. And people, there were people milling around that day filming and those that were put forward as the sort of citizen reporters with their high-tech cameras the footage is so bad it's so abysmal and they're nearly purposely filming sort of the ground they're not they're saying oh i see a bleeding child i see a bleeding child but they're not showing us now okay you could say oh well they don't want to put a bleeding child on there's no evidence there's no evidence. This lady here, who I believe is English, she seems to have an English accent. She has taken it upon herself with her headphones and her, her rucksack to stop everyone who is filming. And she's so you can see the incident happened behind the ambulance, behind the fire brigade. She was on the other side of the road screaming at people, stop, stop filming, stop filming. And then she moves over across the road and she doesn't want people filming and the police were arresting people ordinary people who were trying to film um so look if if people were stabbed you know this is terrible but let me tell you because of what's happened to our country people are stabbed every single day in this country sadly and they're not only stabbed with knives you know they're victims of of violent crime there's a maternity hospital just across the road there where they're stabbing mothers who are due to give birth with dangerous vaccines babies are dying as a result of vaccination young children are dying every day as a result of being stabbed with injections nobody has anything to say about that so you know it's a terrible tragedy if it happened but if it's going to be used to take away our free speech and our freedom sorry we're not going to tolerate it. Well, God bless you, because they are using climate fraud to take away your freedom. They're using immigration fraud to take away your freedom. They're stealing elections to take away your freedom. The same is being done to us. I think this illustration is brilliant. 1976 heat wave. Look at the temperatures. 29 Celsius, 27 Celsius, 33. Now, with cooler temperatures, Ireland's painted red. This yeah. is what they do every single night on the weather. We see, we're seeing it here in the States too. So people need to stop swallowing the lies propagated by the mainstream horror media. And let me say one other thing as it relates to false flags, potential false flags, propaganda. We can talk about this issue here too, if you'd like, but uh, they dismantled the Smith-Munt Act when Obama was quote unquote president, the yeah. CIA operative known as Barack Hussein Obama, real name, Barry Satoro. Um, they dismantled the Smith-Munt Act, which allows now for our criminal government to propagandize to the American people via any avenue they see fit, including the mainstream mockingbird media, propagandize to the people domestically. That means lie to the people. That means create events that may or may not be real, just like the one we're talking about here, designed to curb your free speech. So I find it very, very interesting. You know, you mentioned the Freemasons, but uh, I almost pushed back gently and said, well, who's behind Freemasonry? I think it's the Zionist cabal. So we've got a full circle here with your They're, latest over here at irishlightpaper.com. 
they're funding it. And look, you know, we've learned how the Jews were removed from 109 countries more than a thousand times. Let me tell you about my country. We never let them in in the first place. Why? Because we decided we were going to stick with Jesus Christ. And we had the blessing of St. Patrick upon us who brought Christianity not only to Ireland, but to, you know, many other countries in Western Europe. And we will say America because of the Irish Catholic legacy in America. So we had very we're only really learning about this now. But, um, you know, a thousand years ago, our ancestors, when they were trying to protect the borders of our country, they did not even allow. There was a, a story that is told that even two Jews who attempted to come into Ireland were offering gifts, i.e. death slavery. We'll we'll lend you money, but then we'll come knocking and we'll charge you three times the amount that we gave you. They were not let into this country. They were kept out. There were attempts through the years uh, for them to get in. And mainly Catholic priests and bishops said no, because you'll bring in the sexual degeneracy, homosexuality, pornography. Pornography was only um, legalized in Ireland in the 90s. Can you believe it? Like this is how recent it is that Ireland was a decent moral country. We know what the Jews have done to the Palestinians, playing, bombarding Palestine with pornography. This has been their tactic to destroy men. So no country stood up more to the Jewish, um, you know, in, in any every every single tactic they use to destroy Western nations, be it homosexuality, transgenderism, debt, slavery, mass immigration. No country stood up more to them than Ireland. We're paying for that now. And I do firmly believe that it is Jewish revenge because we, we, we said to them, no, sorry, you just cannot come into our country. We're Catholic. If you want to convert, we pray for your conversion, but you are not coming in. And um, unfortunately, in recent years, they've they've made up for that. Well, this is an absolute fantastic publication. You guys can get this, I think, essentially for free. I just downloaded this for free at irishlightpaper.com. That's Gemma's site. Gemma, how do we support you? Because you're giving away a publication as fantastic as this one. I mean, real news. This puts USA Today, that rag that they call a newspaper in our country, to shame. You just give this away for free? Yeah, yeah. How, how do we support uh, you, Gemma? I, I had to take... Um, Bill Clinton's biggest Irish donor to court a few years ago. Bill Clinton's biggest Irish donor is a man called Dennis O'Brien. I'm sure he's familiar to you, Sean, but he is uh, he was the Clinton's lapdog in Ireland. And of course, we know the Clintons and the Obamas and Hillary Clinton in particular have been up to some very, very, very nefarious activities here in Ireland. And of course, all of the big corporations have their headquarters here, such as Twitter, um, Facebook, Pfizer, all of them have their European, Middle Eastern and African headquarters here, which is another reason they get away with like blue murder. Um, Intel as well is another one. We'll be exposing them. We're making a documentary about them at the moment. So 
um, that man bought my newspaper where I'd worked for 20 years, Dennis O'Brien, and, and he stopped me writing about corruption, police corruption in particular, murders that had been covered up by the police that I was writing about. So I had to take him to court and I won and I won a settlement which I have put back into this country. Um, because I never wanted to, I never wanted to be wealthy. This was to last me for the rest of my life because I would not be employable again in any Irish newspaper because they've all been bought and paid for now. Um, so they're no longer free as um, newspapers should be. So I, I reinvested that into not only... Um, a court case against the lockdown and various other things, but the Irish light paper. And I'm delighted that I have. So I'm very, very happy to be able to give it away. It costs me about 2000 a month every, every time we publish hmm. and people do donate, but I'm also being sued now. Um, I have been sued by um, a politician for the last five years. And on Tuesday of this week, a jury collapsed uh, that trial and said that they, um, they, they could not pursue um, the action against me, but I will have to fight it. Well, he will continue it and there will be another trial next year. Yeah. Uh, I'm also being sued in relation to a case um, where, where we were exposing the vaccine genocide. So, yeah, I would really appreciate if people have any spare uh, cash at all. Please send it to irishlightpaper.com. They, they can... Um, donate there but either way we're going to continue money's not important in this fight we have to save our country our respective countries and our freedom and continue to resist non-violently against this incredible tyranny that we're facing yeah it's the most unimaginable form of tyranny too because now it's in the wide open because their propaganda isn't even working very well anymore, and it's serving to wake up people in droves. So as we part ways, guys, and I'll leave a link below to irishlightpaper.com, but I just want people to know that which senator in Ireland that we played the clip from who wants to curb the free speech of the Irish for the common good, she is serving this satanic new world order and the United Nations Agenda 2030. She's serving Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. She's serving Bill Gates. These people are all serving Satan himself, in my opinion. And here's what you're going to get if you all stand down to this new world order, the satanic new world order. You're going to get a one world government, the end of nations, a one world army, a one world police force, end of the family unit. They're obviously trying to destroy our families. And the UN is trying to legalize pedophilia, a one world central bank, a one world cashless currency, end of all private property. We can see the move there already happening. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy, Klaus Schwab says. World depopulation and fertility control. That's what Bill Gates is working so hard on. End of home and car ownership. Mandatory multiple vaccines every single year. Universal austerity income. That means you will barely survive. Austerity means barely sustenance level income. Social media digital ID. Boy, they're working hard on that, Gemma. Microchipped for your health, shopping and travel. Show us your papers, please. Implementation of Chinese social credit system. Government-raised children, because the state owns your children, as Hillary Clinton said. It takes a village. 
All businesses run by the state. That is absolute fascism. End of non-essential air travel. Humans concentrated into 15-minute zones or 15-minute cities, smart cities. End of private farms and vegetable gardens. End of animal ownership. Ban of all natural medicine. Artificial intelligence courts and end of individual rights. Limited access to wild spaces. That is UN Agenda 2030. Just look at the map for UN Agenda 2030 in uh, the United States, end of fossil fuels and modern conveniences. Guys, I can't think of anything more tyrannical than what I just read. And that is their stated goals. Those are their stated goals, Gemma. And God help us if we don't resist. But Sean, I want to leave people on a positive note because this is God testing us to see, are we going to sign up to this? But he has given us an alternative. And the real revolution is in making sure that we are self-sufficient, with that we can survive without the state. This is about rejecting the state in every single way that we can. I know it's very hard for people to say, oh, I'm taking my child out of school. Um, I understand that. But your children are being psychologically abused and sexually abused in school. And this will turn them into Antifa type bots, unfortunately, when they're older. And you will regret the day that you didn't homeschool them. You will regret the day that you you went along with this. In Ireland, for example, I can only really speak for the Irish. We now have cities. We never had cities in Ireland. We were a rural country where people lived in small cottages, small holdings, and they raised big families in small holdings. And there's lots of beautiful farms all around this country in a state of total disrepair on our beautiful Atlantic coastline, on our beautiful Irish Sea coastline. They are in bad need of love and would love to have a lovely big family in there. I cannot understand why people just do not say, I'm getting out of the rat race. I'm getting out of these horrible 15 minute cities and I'm going to grow my own food, buy a small little farm, have animals, give the children the, the idyllic childhood away from all this horrible tyranny and walk away from the state. That is the way that's how our grandparents lived. Our great grandparents lived. They were completely self-sufficient and independent of the state. When we do that, the state will collapse because yeah. it will have nobody to dictate or, or give orders to. That's right. Stop paying taxes where you can break away. And, and that's the way, not through violence, because we can never take on the violence of the state. It has too much weaponry to use against us, and it's not worth losing any more lives. Well, I also so. believe that these states, these governments are paper tigers, right? Because once they lose the faith and confidence of the people, they lose their power. And you said something really important, reject the state. I would say hate the state, but not your fellow man. Don't let them divide and conquer you, friends. Don't let them through yes. false flag terror divide and conquer us and turn us against each other. Just Correct. remember, hate the state. It's the state that's behind all of this, these governments, these fascistic, horrible, nightmarish Orwellian governments. We're gonna pay it forward by showing the Irish light. You can find it at irishlightpaper.com. And there's the support us tab. Download the latest issue absolutely for free. It's incredible. It's amazing. But then support 
the Irish light. If you click on issues there, if you go into issues there, Sean, you'll be able to see. Um, if you go into issues, yeah, you can see most of them are up now. And actually, the most recent isn't up yet. I do try to hold off because we're what we're doing. We're doing door to door distribution with this, which is driving the state crazy. Um, and we've got great teams all around. We publish 20,000 copies. Um, we get them all around the country and then people also order hard copies from us. Unfortunately, we can only do that for the island of Ireland. And then they give them to their neighbors, families and friends. So I'm a print newspaper, always have been. And I'm delighted that we can still keep, um, you know, print in, in. I don't have one here to hand, but that we can still keep the, the printed work Um in existence you know so the printed version is is nearly more important to me than the online but it's great for irish americans or our all of our diaspora around the world and and obviously everyone who's um fighting this fight well i would say as far as the online edition goes it's absolutely perfect it's beautiful it's highly legible it's it looks fantastic you should be very very proud of the online version as well Guys, you can get it absolutely for free, although I think you should pay five or 10 bucks a month for it. Support Gemma and the Irish Light. I'll leave a link below, irishlightpaper.com. Our guest has been truth teller, journalist, and a friend of humanity, Gemma O'Doherty. Thank you, Gemma. Thank you, Sean, for all your brilliant work, as always. God bless you. We're praying for you and the people of Ireland as we pray for ourselves and our own country. Guys, we got to stand up and fight. The war has been brought to your doorstep, whether you realize it or not. And I know my audience does. So please spread this far and wide within your sphere of influence on social media and get the word out. Time is running out for the new world order. Guys, thank you so much. God bless you. I'll remind you every single day for free. Check us out for free to get that antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those mockingbird mainstream media lies at sgtreport.com. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. I think what we're seeing is a global revolt and a revulsion against people like Linda Rothschild, uh, Mark Carney, uh, Macron tried to lecture the, the Africans and, and they said, look, don't come peddling your transgender crap to us and tell us that's democracy. Uh, the foreign minister of South Africa told Tony Blinken, don't come here and lecture us about your democracy when you are imprisoning Julian Assange. So much of the world is waking up to this, and that's why there's a de-dollarization.